Welcome to episode 93 of Enhancing Human Experience. In this episode, I'm going to share with you what I feel is the most important document you will ever read in your entire life. And I know that's a tall statement, but stick with me as we go through the show and you will see why it's so important as we get on into the episode. I'm even going to read the document to you because guess what? It's only one page. It's one page. It's super simple and super short. And I've mentioned this document before on my social media. If you follow me at gmarkphillips on Instagram and I showed a picture of it, it's just you know, one of the best documents that I have ever discovered in my whole life. And you'll see why as we get into the episode here. Before we get into the episode, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast players, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, where else is it? It's pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts, even on YouTube, eventually, After about, oh, a week to three weeks, I get these episodes up on YouTube so you can search them. If you are more into YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel at youtube.com slash gmarkphillips and find access to all these podcasts, including uh, other stuff that I'm doing there. I do different things on each of the platforms in order to help you get more of what you want in life and share these best practices for business and for living. As we get into the episode here, I'm going to, you know, talk about why I think this document is so important. Like I said, I'm going to read it to you. And then we're going to kind of look at how it fits in to the broader overall view of enhancing the human experience and some of the ways that you can use this document in your own life and kind of unpack it and put it to work. Because I got to tell you, as we get into this, you will see that this is not the way, the ideas that this document is, uh, you know, organized in the, and the idea that it promotes is not the way that we are taught to live in the world. And you'll see what I mean in a moment. The other thing I want to remind you to do, if you haven't already, is check out the Focus and Flow store. These are products and apparel for conscious creators. And with Christmas coming up, why not get your people on your list, your family and friends, gifts that they will use and enjoy and gifts that will help them get more of what they want in life. These are products and apparel with spiritual and metaphysical messages on them that remind the people on your list that they are infinitely creative spiritual beings having a human experience, that they have access to the God force flowing within them, and they can focus that creative power using their imagination and their feeling nature, right? The emotions and the vibrations that we all have access to manipulate, and they can bring about the experiences they want to have in life. Super powerful stuff. You can visit the store at focusandflowusa.com and check out all the products and apparel. I'm always adding new stuff, so check back frequently. And with just a couple weeks left before Christmas, Get the people on your list what they really want, stuff they'll use and be able to enjoy the whole year round. Okay, the document in question, let's get down to the nitty gritty here, what what you came to the podcast to get. The document in question is called Pick Yourself by Seth Godin. And like I said, it is one page and it is super amazing. Now, before I read it, I want to find, I want to tell you where you can find it because you're going to want to print this off and put it somewhere you see every single day. You can find it by Googling Pick Yourself Seth Godin PDF. 
and the very first entry will take you to Seth Godin. It's actually part of his TypePad account. You know, Seth Godin, for those of you who don't know him, he is the like guru of marketing and branding and business. The guy is a freaking genius. And he also writes a blog post every single day, which is phenomenal in and of itself. But this document is part of his TypePad account. That's where I believe he blogs every single day as well. Again, you just type in Seth Godin's blog. And I think that's actually the domain name, if I'm not mistaken. But this document will come up in PDF form and you can download it right to your computer or your cell phone and then you can print it out. It's only 8 by 10 and it's one page. I found this document literally by happenstance, just searching around because I watch a lot of Seth Godin stuff on YouTube and listen to a lot of his um, audio stuff because like I say, the guy is a genius when it comes to marketing. He's the guy who says stuff like, you know, uh, don't find... Um, customers for your product, find a product for your customers, that kind of stuff. You know, he's basically like dialed in what it takes to succeed in marketing. And he wrote The Purple Cow. He's written um, The Idea Virus. He's written a number of best-selling marketing books. And if you haven't already listened to his story and you're an entrepreneur in the business world, you should listen to his story of how he came to be the Seth Godin that we all know and love today, because it is not as a linear line like most entrepreneur or business people. Um, you know, they all, they all uh, experience that, that circular like chaos to get to where they want to be. And his story is just the same because, you know, when you look at Seth Godin now and you see, you know, a multi-million dollar empire that he is the head of and runs in his publishing empire and all of his books and his consulting, it's easy to say that, wow, well, he was so smart in what he knows, marketing, which is like pivotal and super uh, important to succeeding in business and in life, quite frankly. But you will realize that he wasn't always the Seth Godin that we know today. He struggled. He struggled big time. And there was a point in time when he actually thought to himself, I might actually have to stop pursuing this authorship career and these books that I'm writing and do something else. I mean, he was to that point where he was kind of on his last leg in trying to build his uh, his book business. You know, he was writing a bunch of books and had uh, like a team of, of book writers and they were publishing books and it just wasn't working, wasn't working. And finally, he hit on what is now known as like his uh, main central business, which is the marketing business and being a consultant. So, so really awesome story if you're in that field and you're into those kind of things. Makes you realize that Everyone has it tough, even the people that are super successful. So again, I found this after watching some of his videos and listening to some of his stuff, and I found it absolutely phenomenal. All right, I'm going to read it to you, and then we will kind of unpack it a little bit and talk about some of the other ideas that I see come off of this document and that can be used in the same way. Okay, the document's called Pick Yourself. Here we go. Authority. You want the authority to create, to be noticed, and to make a difference. You're waiting for permission to stand up and speak up and ship. Sorry, there's no authority left. Oprah has left the building. She can't choose you to be on her show because her show is gone. YouTube wants you to have your own show, but they're not going to call you. Dick Clark has left the building. 
he's not going to be able to get you a record deal or a TV gig because his show is long gone. iTunes and a hundred other outlets want you to have your own gig now, but they're not going to call you either. Neither is Rodney Dangerfield or the head of programming at Comedy Central. Louis C.K. has famously proven that he doesn't need to the tyranny of a booker he picked himself. Our cultural instinct to wait to get picked, to seek out the permission, authority, and safety that comes from a publisher or talk show host or even a blogger saying, I pick you. Once you reject once you reject that impulse and realize that no one is going to select you, that Prince Charming has chosen another house, then you can actually get to work. The myth that the CEO is going to discover you and nurture you and ask you to join her for lunch is just that, a Hollywood myth. Once you understand that there are problems just waiting to be solved, once you realize that you have all the tools and all the permission you need, then opportunities to contribute abound. Not the opportunity to have your resume picked from the pile, but the opportunity to lead. When you take responsibility and eagerly give credit, doors open. When we grab a microphone and speak up, we're a step closer to doing the work we're able to do. Most of all, when you buckle down, confront the lizard, and ship your best work, you're becoming the artist that you are capable of being. No one is going to pick you. Pick yourself. The end. Isn't that amazing? Now, I don't know about you, but when I first read this, it was unlike anything I had ever read before. Literally unlike anything I'd ever read before. There's a lot of stuff out there on the in the entrepreneurial war, world and the business world talking about, you know, grinding and hammering away and facing the resistance and doing all that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you, I've never seen anything written like this before in such a concise way that cuts right to the heart of what we all have to do. The reason that most people haven't seen this document is because in our world, we're not taught to pick ourselves. From the day we're born, and especially once we get into public education and we get on that road, we are conditioned to wait for someone to pick us. And in my opinion, that is like the worst thing that can ever happen to a human being, that can ever happen to a creative human being. As you and I both know, human beings are infinitely creative. We came here to create. It's a natural tendency. It's just what we do, right? It's an, it's like hardwired into us to create, to turn thoughts to things, to make things happen, to create physical things, digital things, um, intellectual property. All these things come through us and it's natural and innate in us. But when we're waiting for someone else to give us the permission to create, it stifles all that. And we can become trained to wait for that authority. And sometimes you could live your whole life waiting for the authority. And you know what? No one's going to give it to you because they're too busy living their own life. And I don't think it's like a conspiracy. I'm not really into the conspiracy theory. I just simply think that it's conditioning. Someone somewhere way back in the day you know, uh, started this process. And I don't necessarily want to think it was evil or whatever else, but it is really detrimental to creating health, wealth, and success in business and in life. And that's why this document is like an arrow shot right to the heart of that thing. And it kills it because we have to kill it. It's all, we, it's all about, you know, we've all seen those uh, 
those bumper stickers, question authority, all that kind of stuff. And I've talked about that before. The biggest authority we have to question is ourselves, right? Even in the document here, he said, hey, authority is not going to pick you. You have to be the authority. You have to pick yourself. And when you do that and give yourself permission, because you're a spiritual being having this human experience you came here to create, you don't need anyone's permission, but we think we need their permission because of that conditioning, right? And that social programming, which is really detrimental. Hopefully this hits home with you and hopefully it kills that fictional authority in your brain that you're waiting for, you know, whether it's a teacher to give you the permission to create or a professor or a, or a, job, you know, like a, a business owner or someone want you want to get a job from someone or whether you want to get into college, right? It's so detrimental. I mean, just totally tune out whatever is going on, whatever authority you're looking for approval from or acceptance from or the permission from, drop that. We all have to drop it because our lives will never, will never realize that authority. Because if you give all of your power away to someone else, whether it's a teacher or a professor, a, an employer, a college, you, you've given your power away, right? Retain the power. That's what we all have to do is retain that power. And especially in today's modern world, everyone has the power to produce anything they want to produce, right? Before you had to know a music producer, you had to get a sound studio, you had to, you know, if you're a writer, you had to get a publishing deal, you had to hook up with a major publishing house, because how are you going to publish your book, right? Those people had the keys to the distribution channels and the manufacturing channels. That's not the case anymore. Nowadays, in the world we live in, we are really fortunate. And it's prime opportunity for people to pick themselves and do what, what they want to do, what they love, what they enjoy. And most importantly, what's in your heart to express, right? I'm a big believer in this idea that all of us come into the world with something to share, with something to express, with a certain talent and a gift and a vehicle for serving other people, but also for creating our own happiness and creating our own joy. And when you do that in the world, that's when life gets super awesome, but you have to pick yourself first. The The reason I did this podcast today and I wanted to share this document with you is oh, a couple weeks ago, I filmed a video talking about the 15 best books, in my opinion, for helping you succeed in business and in life. And that video is going to be coming up on my YouTube channel in probably a few days. I'm working on the blog post now for it because I'm listing these out and writing a short blog post that accompanies that video. And in that video... This document is the very last thing that I share. And I tell people at the front of the video, I say, hey, stick around till the end because all these books, which these are the best 15 books I've ever encountered in my whole life about winning the game of life and doing the inner game and also the outer game. We're talking about creating the mindset, the state of consciousness of success, but also marketing, business, branding, advertising, those types of books. And the the uh, I, I want to call them like gurus, these gurus that have written these books um, that help us succeed in business and brand ourselves and advertise ourselves because we do have to have that, right? It can't just be this inner game we play. Part of the fun is developing a business plan, developing a marketing plan, going out and implementing it, and then getting the feedback and tweaking and learning because 
you know, that's part of the fun of life is adjusting and pivoting and getting closer to our goal as we move into the physical world too, right? It's not just an inner game. It's not just an outer game. When we marry those two components, that's when life gets really awesome and really fun. Some people call it coming into alignment, right? You're being your authentic self. You're being in alignment with your higher self, your inner being, but you're also doing things that are unknown and that are, you don't have like a true, let me, let me try to think of this. You don't have all the answers, right? What would life would be really boring if we had all the answers It would be no fun at all, right? We'd have nothing to explore, nothing to figure out, no problems to solve, no fun, no fun to play. So it's that it's both of those things. But at the end of that uh, video, which will be coming out shortly, I talk about this document and one of the things that I like to do is take it a step further and dive into some of the behind the scenes, more of the internal game that we need to do in this picking ourselves kind of a kind of a game we're playing. If we really want to win, if we really want to have the maximum joy and happiness in business and in life is we've got to take this to a whole nother level. And what I mean by that is we've got to love ourselves. We've got to trust ourselves, uh, respect ourselves, forgive ourselves you know, have that self-confidence, value ourselves. That's all the inner game of life, right? And why is the inner game of life so important? Well, as you and I both know, whatever, however we feel on the inside is going to be mirrored in the experiences we have in the outer world. It doesn't matter whether it's in business or in life because the universe doesn't really distinguish between business success and life success. Success is success and it's a reflection of how we feel about ourselves and our world and other people. It's an emotional game. It's a vibrational game. And it's a feeling game ultimately, right? So when we create the feeling of love within ourselves and we develop our relationship with ourselves, we're going to love other people too. You know, who are the people that hurt other people in the world? They're always people that don't love themselves. They're always people that have disconnected with the one, the source of their divinity, and two, they're themselves, right? They don't like themselves. If you if you like yourself, you're never going to hurt another person because again, what's going on inside is going to be going on outside. And so when I talk about taking this to a whole nother level, that's what I mean is all those things, whatever, you know, fill in the blank with yourself and do that, you know, fill in the positive blank with yourself, love and respect and value and honor and, and trust and all those things that create within you an atmosphere and an environment for super happiness and success and well-being, then your outer world gets translated as well. And that's the work that we all have to do. So again, Pick Yourself, is this document is absolutely amazing. And like I said, you can find it by Googling Pick yourself, Seth Godin PDF, and you can find it on his TypePad account. But I think it's phenomenal. And hands down, the most important document that I own in my library and in my files, and I think you'll find it that way too, as you like let it chip away at your programming and your social conditioning to wait for someone to pick you or, or wait for something to happen. You know, it's not just waiting for some someone to pick us or an organization to pick us or whatever to pick us. It's also 
kind of waiting for the universe to make stuff happen for us, right? Or waiting for our destiny to come online. That's intertangled in this idea of waiting for someone to pick you. Because if you're conditioned to wait for someone to pick you, the ultimate waiting for someone to pick you is waiting for the universe to show you your destiny, to show you your path. I think that's one of the most detrimental right there, or the like pinnacle of um, what can happen when you wait for someone to pick you. You wait for your path to unfold when the reality is we unfold the path, right? We start moving in the direction of what feels good to us, what we enjoy, what we are good at, right? And then the path starts to evolve, and then we can pivot a little bit here or do this over here, or maybe turn it all the way around. Maybe we got kind of a, um, maybe we got a bad like inspiration or misread our intuition or something like that. That's totally fine too, but we have to be moving in the direction of what we think we want or what we feel we want. I guess I should say it in a, that in a better way because I do like to make that distinction. Sometimes thinking can get us really screwed up if we don't be careful and also put it into our like feeling center and our heart center and like ask our inner guidance, our in intuition, our um, the way we feel, our, our inner knowing, is this the right path for me? Am I on the right path? That kind of stuff. But we have to be on that path in order to get that feeling reflected back toward us, don't we? And so the most detrimental could potentially be waiting for the universe to pick us when the universe is waiting for us to pick us, right? I mean, it's this ultimate standoff where we're thinking, well, show me my destiny and show me the path I'm supposed to be on by giving me these signs and whatnot, when really we we create all of our own reality. We have it within us, right? We're creative beings. We have that God force flowing. We get to choose, right? No one's going to like lay it out for us. So in my opinion, that's the most detrimental. When you wait for the larger universe to pick you, then you could be waiting a potential whole lifetime. And you then you get to the end of your life and you realize... Well, no one ever picked me. The universe never showed me what I was supposed to do. So I never did anything, right? The, the waiting is so detrimental. And it's definitely something that I realized a number of years ago. Hey, if, if you're waiting for your destiny and it never has happened, maybe you create your own destiny. <laughs> what a novel idea, right? And so hopefully this document hits you as hard as it hits me and you can pick yourself and do what you came here to do, what you love to do, what you enjoy doing, what you find happiness in, what the world needs, all these things, basically expressing your expressing the divinity within you in only the way that you can and bringing more joy and love and light into the world and happiness and sharing your gift with the world, quite frankly, because I really do believe that all of us have a purpose and a reason for being here, and it adds to the collective experience. Sometimes I think that the the world is so incredibly designed, well, I guess I should say the universe is so incredibly designed, and I call it the um, psychobiodiversity of the universe and or the planet, whereas each of us have, has a role to play, but we can block ourselves from playing that role by feeling unworthy or not loving ourselves or not trusting ourselves or, you know, feeling like we're not ready, right? And how do we get ready? We only get ready by practicing and doing the thing, right? Which you could do it in your imagination, but you're going to lose out on 
some of the tangible feedback that you're going to get when you actually do the thing as opposed to imagine yourself doing the thing. But we only get better by practicing and being and sucking, quite frankly, at the first and then get better and better. But we have such a tendency in our world to think we need to wait until everything's right, the conditions are right, we're perfect, you know, all the pieces are in play, but that's just not the way that it goes, right? And you probably realize this uh, on your own journey in life, but the, the practice and the just diving in, even when you suck, even when things aren't right, even when things, you know, the finished product is less than what you want it to be, but it's that continual refinement and process that gets us where we want to be. So I hope that's helpful. If it is, it would be super awesome if you would leave me some kind of review on your podcasting platform. The best, easiest place is iTunes. That would be super awesome if you could leave a review, tell me what you think of the show. And also follow on any of the social media channels that are connected with me at gmarkphillips or youtube.com slash gmarkphillips for more episodes like this and more interviews with guests, which are my favorite part of doing this podcast sharing best practices for helping you create the business and life that you want and getting more of what you want in life, right? Including more happiness, including more joy, prosperity, and abundance. I really enjoy what I do here, and I hope you get a lot out of it. And until next time, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Until next week, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.